0: Yeah. 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 yeah, know what it is T-C <laughs> uh.
1: Tapped in like a phone On that beat with this microphone I was blowing, got an oil reach out to you ain't <laughs> no auto Top of discussion, you here now. know 3 talking talking I'm a rockin' fella, don't care for holla Dressin' on white, but I'm not Jehovah DJ, till him king over All little flip, but track over Like down with the podcast speaker box without outcast.
0: Underweight, 175, your girl on my D, no I'm size Work you out on Mondays We got
1: overtime just Friday <laughs> My brother DJ in his home, Dog, Big Aaron and Andra Podcast. Yeah, thank
2: you. Welcome to the show, Mondays over Fridays. This is your host, B.A. B.A. Aaron, the big guy. We're in the house today. We got a good show. We're wrapping up our men's series. So let's introduce our panel that we have. We have my man Dre in the house. What's up? What's good, my man? How you doing? Hanging in there, brother. We got my man T-Shock in the build, and I always good to see you. What's up with you, man? Hey, I'm good, bro. I'm happy to be here, brother. Good. And then we got the one and only, the man with the plan, Wes Stark in the house. How you doing today, man? I am good. I'm ready to go. A little tired, but I'm ready to go. Let's get it. That's all right, man. That's that's the mark of a busy, a busy man out there doing what he needs to do. Sometimes we don't get all the rest that we need to have. So uh, a good Saturday to sit and and, and uh, have locker room talk is always good. So let's talk, man. We've been going over these last couple of weeks. We've been talking about a men's series, like what's going on with the men. We started with the little nice X situation. We're talking about the hats in the front of the church. We're talking about the feminine qualities that men have the, the why y'all being some punks out here nowadays and not stepping up to the plate as men. So we want to close it out today and, and talk about why some of these things are. I believe, number one, is the most miserable man you're gonna find on the planet is a man without purpose. If he doesn't have purpose, vision, drive, determination, something to look forward to, he's an incomplete man. I see so many men that'll bring a man a woman into a relationship when they don't have their shit together. I mean, they their shit, both of them, together. No, I heard you, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I made it the first time. You see it, right? <laughs> So so, uh, when you bring in somebody else in and you don't uh, have your stuff together, like I've been in that situation, like it's been a roller coaster of just trying to figure things out. And I figured that, okay, what am I doing? What's my why? What's my purpose? Now I figured out my purpose. Now things are starting to line up and it doesn't line up at 21, 22 all the time. It doesn't line up when you want it to. It's when you get those mentors around you uh it, you get those uh things that 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 make your heart flutter that make you want to get up in the morning it drives you that's when you start finding your purpose but how do you find purpose because there's so many people out here who have no vision they have no idea what they want to do they want to start a business then they want to start cooking then they want to start a launch care company and it nothing never works out <laughs> because <laughs> Because they got their hands in everything and they're never trying to figure it out. So how do we, how do we, how do we figure this out? How do we find purpose? I'll let you guys have the floor.
3: It it first really starts with connecting yourself with people who already have theirs. Surrounding yourself with people who already have, are on the mission already. That's already going to give you the inspiration. It's going to give you an internal push. That's to me, that's the first step. Second step is really honing in and narrowing everything down to just one thing first and then having a timeline for that one thing so it's just so for instance in business the last thing we want to do is to give you a lot of options we talked about a lot of options too many options in the past series right that's the same right. thing in my mind that's how i will look at it so when i'm talking to a, a client that has a whole bunch of aspirations a whole bunch of push Um, goals and everything they want to do and all of a sudden you start to hear I want to add this, I want to add that, I want to add this like no, 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 let's focus on one thing first, let's get that timeline, let's master that one thing and then we go to the next once that thing is mastered you see what I'm saying? But I think the first thing is surrounding yourself around people who already have it.
2: Okay, I got you, yeah Uh, Yeah. Dre says it all the time, man, he says if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find yourself another room And a lot of times we like to flock together. You know what the old saying is birds flock together. I think we need to start getting ourselves uh, uh, very uncomfortable with being around somebody who's a little bit more smarter than us, who's a little stronger than us, faster than us, uh, in every aspect of the game. If we're not surrounding ourselves around those type of people, then how do we expect to get better in, in, in certain areas? So Right. I think right. it's very important that we, that we get out of that, that, that comfort
1: zone. And I, I want to add to, you know, it's crazy. This is the topic. I got shameless plug. I got a book coming out October 20th, my birthday. I uh, kind of about this kind of, a, about Birdman. this kind of this very same thing. Uh, but I, I think it, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, um, along with what Wes said, you know, purpose is found in pain and so Mm -hmm. a lot of men we're not connected with ourselves emotionally um we're not connected with our we don't know how to contextualize our pain uh to find the purpose in it and so like when we can so we're we're, you know we're just not connected with with ourselves emotionally man i think that has to do with just the history of Maybe the context in which we grew up in, and what we've seen, and what we've seen modeled in front of us, or the idea of like being this man—we had to be a man. But you know, it's almost like the the it's reverse. Almost like you know, to be successful, you gotta you gotta embrace failure. You know, to you know, to be strong, you gotta embrace weakness. You know what I'm saying? So like, we don't know how to be vulnerable, man. We don't know how to be weak. We don't know how to like contextualize our pain, man. And a lot of that we are to do in society but we don't know how to go about it because we've never contextualized our pain. We've yeah. never, uh, you know, we've never connected with ourselves on a higher level to say, you know what? I, people ask me all the time and say, what keeps you moving? I said, it's my pain. <laughs> I got all this, you know, it's this the pain of my past, man. It's the wow. pain of, you know, my, my failures. it's the pain of, you know, not being where I want to be. That keeps me moving yeah. forward, man. You know, mm-hmm. and so, and uh, and then influence, you know, too many people are looking, you know, I got too many people that look up to me, you know, yeah. and so that dri- that drives me too. So I think, you know, men, number one, we were meant to live life together. We weren't meant to live life alone. That's number
2: yeah. one. Iron sharpens iron.
1: Uh, iron sharpens iron. Matter of fact, there's a great verse, actually, it's Proverbs chapter 20, verse five. It says that a uh, purpose of a man's heart are like deep waters. So they're deep they're deep 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 there's depth to it but it says that it takes a person of understanding to help draw these things out so mentorship discipleship all those different things uh help bring a man closer to himself which will in turn drive him more towards um what he's called to be man so it it, it's really it's kind of a it's a very complex subject in a sense but i think it comes down to really a man understanding who he is emotionally
0: that's, uh, yeah, that's dur- what I was going to say, man. Jumping in. I mean, I'm going to jump in here, but, uh, you know, I was going to say the same thing, man. Having uh, um, self-intellect, um, having knowledge about yourself, you because uh, Wes, you mentioned earlier, you know, wanting to do all these things and all, you know, have all these goals and aspirations and stuff, but it's like, wait a minute, you got to reel it back in. Mm-hmm. What is it that you are passionate about? Like, it's not all of these things. Typically yeah. we have one thing that we are passionate about, right? Right. That that'll drive us. And then, you know, as my my coach, you know, my coach right now, he told me, you know, hey, we we are designed to have, we want to have multiple streams of income, but it all starts with that one thing though. Yeah. You got to master that first. But in order to do that, you gotta you gotta know yourself. You gotta know what you like, what you don't like, what you're passionate about. Cause there's a difference between what I'm passionate about versus what I just like to do. Mm-hmm. You know? There's so, a
2: difference between that and work and work most people don't understand it or job and work yeah yeah job and work dre you you pointed it out two things i want to jump on man um is you talked about the emotional side of men and tim you touched on it a little bit and dre you're always saying yeah man you have you have emotions and things like that you you just got to understand what those emotions are and how to handle them uh a lot of times we I, I call it emotional. I'm just old school the way it, the, just the way it is. When I see somebody <laughs> acting out of character that a man should be, I call him, "Hey man, that's being sissy-fied and all that stuff." And that's just that's just my the mold that I am. I'm not saying it in harm. I'm just saying, "Hey, stop being the punk." And uh, it's it's when you are talking about acknowledging your pain, Tim. That's an emotion, and we're so quick to push that to the side a lot of times. So. Understanding your emotions is one thing that can that can help you uh, in, in this walk is, men. you know, getting around some mentors. Uh, Dre, you you always touch on that thing, man. And I just wanted to touch on that. So continue what you're saying, man. I did not mean to cut you off, bro.
0: No, you're good. You're good. Um, but having that coach, man, the, the one that's, uh typically a coach is not going to tell you what to do. Right. A coach is going to question you and it's going to get you thinking in that direction that you need to be thinking in. Um, and that's what I love about, you know, having a coach is that, you know, I it's easy to say, hey, man, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But then mm-hmm. is that really your work or is that somebody else's work that you just copy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be authentic if it's not you. So a good coach is going to question you. He's going to challenge you um, to get you to where you need to be. And so for me, that's what mine has been doing. Um, and It's been self-revelatory, uh, man. Because there's some things that that I knew that I didn't know that I was still holding on to. You know, and, and Tim, you talked about that, the pain of the past, man. Like, there's still some of those things that I'm holding on to um, that I can actually use to help me rather than to hinder me. Because right now they've been hindering me. But mm-hmm. so I needed to have that coach to show me, to get me thinking in the right direction, to see, hey, man, like, I'm, using, I'm utilizing this pain uh, for the wrong purposes. All right. Right. So let me let me flip that instead of letting it limit what I can do. Let me turn it around and use it as as inspiration, as motivation. So,
1: okay. yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's that's really good. You know, yeah, because when we because because when we begin to use it, uh, I tell people all the time I looked at I was looking at a battery yesterday. It was yesterday, two days ago. I was looking at a battery. and I'm like, how does a battery work or how, how does this how does this device work? And the battery can't be positive, positive. It has to be a negative and a positive. Mm-hmm. So it's the negative that really fuels our, positive, our, our purpose, man. It's really what fuels us to, to move forward, man. And so that's what makes us a powerful human being is when we can take that negative and we can repurpose it, man. And we can, ref- we can use it as fuel um, to, 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 to create a positive current. You know what I'm saying? That's, that goes hand in hand with uh, um, the
2: uh, aspect of failure leading to success. Um, yeah. I was talking about that, too, with with the kids, the football, the guys at the at the, uh, the football game that had a kid who got beat. And, you know, his, his, his excuse was, I've never played safety before. And I'm sitting out here like, hey, bro, you've been out here for eight weeks. You are a football player now. So I would rather you come <laughs> to me as a man and say, I messed up. I didn't make the play. Cool. Guess what I'm going to do. I'm gonna smile at you, say, move on to the next. But the kid went over there and pouted about it and kept coming up with more and more excuses. And and it came back to me through other players. And I just said, Oh, he made excuses like and he's trying to pass it along to everybody else. Guess what you're doing, buddy? You sitting down because you messing up the chi on the team. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want excuses. If you uh. if 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 something comes up, just, just say, Hey, my bad. I'll right. fix it next time and work on it. Yep. So those hey. are things as 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 men and coaches and mentors, I love. I didn't like to be corrected on things, man. I didn't like to have another guy coming in my circle and, and man, challenging my alpha big
0: problem. That's a big <laughs> problem nowadays, bro. And what you said, I like what you just said. Can I jump on that too? Cause I had the same situation it. happen. I handled it a different way though. So I had this kid out there, he's playing corner for me. And uh, you know, he was getting drugged, dude. I got him on my, <laughs> I got him on our side of the,
2: yeah. I got him
0: on our side of the field so I can coach him. You know, I can coach him while he's out there. Right. This dude is getting drugged, man. You holding this his hand. hand. Oh man, he put yeah, I'm holding his hand, man. Dude, this guy is he's running him out of bounds on the block. I'm like, dude, get off the block. He's crying. He's his his elbow hurts. And you know, so I told him, hey man, look, you're a corner, uh, right? You're not gonna get the same call. So when that dude he when he jams you, you need to jam your hand right up in his elbow. He will he'll stop doing that. And he wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. I said, All right, all right. Uh, Sam, we call him Sam. I said, Sam, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not taking you out because that's what you want. That's what he wanted. He wanted me to take him out because he yeah. was getting embarrassed out there. I said, I'm not taking you out. You better figure <laughs> it out or you can be the whole game. Let's go,
2: coach. You, you definitely and, a coach, man. Because you, 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 go, a good, you, you're a good coach. I'm cutting your ass. You out of there? Yeah. I, well, I'm, know, of, I'm trying to get these these W's.
0: Well, you, we were already winning. Up my game. We, yeah. we were already winning though. We were killing these oh, okay. guys. So no, this, this, this is. is, this totally is yeah, this is a life yeah. lesson right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah it would have been easy for me to take him out. But I have a better cornerback now because now it, it wasn't my coaching that got him there. It was him figuring it out, using yeah. the tools that he was given and figuring it out on himself. And that's one of the problems that we have with the guys nowadays is that if it gets tough for them, yeah. somebody always gives them an out to quit. Always. That must have been a week, bro. That must have been
3: a week for all of us because I literally went through the same thing myself. Yeah. Uh, my biggest thing, our biggest thing right now, our keyword, we go a keyword each week to focus on what we need to be focused on. Mm-hmm. Last week, the last two weeks was uh, paying attention to detail. Yeah. Let's focus on every little small detail. One guy mess up, the whole team messes up, right? Yeah. So yeah. this week, this week moving forward, we was working on detail. Now it's ownership, taking ownership of the crap that we're doing wrong. So you yeah. when I, you were talking about that, I have a kid that happened just last night. One reason why my boy sound the way it is right now I literally was screaming at this dude. He was getting his ass. Ever,
2: bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we, we we it's it's funny that we're all aligned on the same thing because we 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 communicate and we talk to each other. The same thing with my kids. We had tryouts for the seventh graders or the junior high kids, and we get to the point where we're just gonna condition a little bit. I I again I always say they're built different, but we had kids quit. Mm-hmm. Like, and then me being Aaron. I don't want you to quit. So I'm just, you know, I'm, Hey man, what you doing? Get back in there. I'm, you, I'm trying to give you a shot, but I got a coach over there who's going to cut you if you don't at least walk fast or, or no. a, a, a vigorous attempt at this thing. I said, why would you come out here? If you're not going to put in effort, you know, it's going to be hard is football. Right. And, and to have the mentality to just quit and just say, Hey coach, I'm done. I would never in my mind or in my life, uh, uh and let that be an option so right. when we have like Dre said you you, you got too much options and sometimes we we allow them to quit you know what i'm saying we we also develop we we, we can nurture that 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 habit of of quitting and us as great coaches and mentors you know if somebody's going to quit they're going to make up their mind to do it go ahead mm-hmm. and do it but it's our job to kind of give you a a filter to say hey man if you start quitting now, you're going to be developing this habit for the rest yep. of your life. You're going to quit on your right. wife. You're going to quit on your team. You're going to quit on your job. And Absolutely. and you got to stop that cycle right now. So Boy. where is the disconnect when it comes to how we grew up? Because we're those dads now. We're the age yeah. of those. those. We're, we're the kids' dads at this point now, right? You know, we're that age group. Where was the disconnect? Is it us screwing off? Or is it the social society that's helping them that has influenced this 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 behavior? That you right know, there. it's both, man. Right it's there. both. There's man, no one it's...
0: thing to this, man. There's no one. There's no one yeah. issue. There's no one root cause to it. There are several things, man. It's it's great uh, Society beating us down as men. Uh, the whole toxic masculinity parade going on, and then it's us laying down and accepting that. Um, and then also, you know, the ones that. The ones like us, you know, we're, we're not, there's not enough of us out there that's going to stand up and say, hey, no, this is not how it is. Um, yeah. The ones why that, not? I, that's, that's the big question
1: right there. Bro. Everybody's yeah. scared, bro, everybody's yeah. scared. Everybody's, yep, yeah. Yeah, they, they scared, look, look, man, the reason why people is, I tell people all the time, like, and I believe all of us on this line can, can agree to some, to some extent, but I tell people all the time, like, Everybody's not in a position. It, it's it's so sad, man, to where we've been conditioned as a society to so like everybody's not conditioned or not everybody's not in a position to 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 do and, and, and say it and to do to live the life how they want to live it. You know, and so uh, that that becomes an issue too, you know. Some parents are afraid to correct their kids and some, or, you know, we got whoopings when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Ah, we got whoopings, boy. Mm-hmm. We got beat. We, we got beat well, we got beat. Got and it. looking back, it saved, it's, it's, hey, it saved my life, though.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. It really yeah. did save my life, man. Uh, looking at it now, you know, and so, like, kids just don't have, we don't, we don't, we don't parent, our. we're not parenting anymore. We're trying to be friends and we're trying to, like, we just don't parent anymore, man. We don't, we don't have that relationship with our, with that, with the generation like that. And so, like, it's just hard. Like that's why when you get a, a player, you know, and you be like, I don't know which worse. Your parents or you. Both of y'all can go. <laughs> both of y'all can go right now because I, yeah. you know, so it, <laughs> we grew up where it was like our parents gave our coaches the, the 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 authority to correct us, to love us, to to do whatever was best for us. You know what I'm saying? And then if the coach was look, you know, if he was too unethical, then our parents should step in. But Now, man, it's not. It's just different, man. It's the different
2: principles. Everybody's everybody's scared, man. And and this is the thing that I I I I love doing this. I love getting I have a meeting with parents and kids and I set my expectations. And if those expectations aren't accepted, if you're not uh, willing to sign on this line and say, I'm willing to accept these terms, you and your kid can go because I don't want to deal with it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with it through the season. If I'm getting on your kids behind and you come out them stands, it's going to be me and you. Right. And, and, and I'm, and all I'm trying to do is help your child. And what you're doing is nurturing that, that childish. I mean, of, of course there is, but that childish mentality that's going to carry them into a bad place when they get older. So speaking about all these things, how do we break these generational curses when it comes to, uh, folks not finding their purpose, their vision, uh, people having a weak-minded mentality, anything that's that is hard, kids run away from nowadays. Even men, grown men who've never had anybody just check them and just say, "Hey, dog, you messing up?" Uh, you know, when I look at when I look at uh, I look at Will Smith and his relationship with his son. Uh, I can't tell you how to raise your kid. There's just certain things that I see, and I'm like, nah, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna fly with me. There's there's a way that there's a way that I developed based on how my mother trained me. Now we were talking about last week is is our influences is how our kids usually turn out, but sometimes we don't listen to our kids to see exactly what it is they want. We push our values, our purpose, our dreams on them. And we'll sit back and say, why aren't you doing exactly what I tell you? Because guess what? Their dreams and aspirations aren't, aren't ours, right? So I want to take time to listen to a kid and see exactly what's 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 feeding into you. And usually what's feeding into them is the world. Yeah. It's yeah. the world. Yeah. And when I asked them yeah. those questions, like, Tim, a while back, you said you asked your wife what she's reading, and you seeing what that influence comes from, right, to see how her attitude has been during the week, during the month. You want to check who she's been around.
1: Yeah. I want to do
2: the same thing with these kids and take those phones out of their hands and be a mentor and step up and be uh, the that, that filter right there, because we don't have it. We're using this phone as a babysitter. We're using this phone as everything, everything, communication, how we pay our bills. And that to me is like, that's like devastating, man. It's destroying who we are. It destroys purpose. It destroys vision. It destroys values because anything goes on the internet. You know what I'm saying?
1: and, and And, 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 And that's why it's up to us to keep some of those See, I tell people. I was telling. I was telling my kids. I said, "Look, you gotta understand something. Don't get caught up in this new school, old school thing. Don't get caught up in that." I said, "It's bullcrap." I said, "Principles, values, morals, ethics are timeless and ageless. Mm-hmm. They're not new school them. or old school. Yeah. This is just understand. how. Yeah, it ain't. Yeah, and and I said now strategies, ideas, and methods. All that is." You that changes from day to day, month. I mean, mm-hmm. strategies, methods like that, that changes. But your morals and your ethics and your your values, that mm-hmm. is what we have to build our humanity on, man. And so we don't like Aaron. You said expectations. People don't. Have, man, you go to man. You go to a, a typical family. Go, hey, ask a man what his principles are. Go, go, mm-hmm. go ask a man what his expectations are. It'll be like, oh, oh no. No, Matter of fact, I was just right you, on this What you last talking night. about? <laughs> yeah, I was right on this last night. I have eight guiding principles that I operate my whole entire life on, yeah. that my family mm-hmm. understands, that my kids understand. So, like, that is rare, man. Like, people yes. are not building their empires on principles anymore. And 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 that's really what the issue is. Like, when you go to a co- – like, when I – I think every team i played on from, from <laughs> college, high school, professional, there was some type of guiding principle that, right. that say, hey – if all right, you know where the line is. Now, now the line is clear. You you go past that boundary, that's gonna be consequences. Yeah, it's not the kids. Another thing too is education. A kid spend eight plus hours, six to eight hours a day at school. So therefore, my daughter goes to a school that they don't even flunk you anymore, bro. You 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 can't even like. So I'm yeah. like, all right, so you do... So you 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 turn your work in on time, you do this and that, but they got to the end of the semester to turn their, all their leg work in, all the... Yeah. And you get the... You, I get the same reward that yeah. you get, and I'm busting my tail every single day and studying and learning and growing? This is crazy, yeah. man. That's, that's, that's
0: really <laughs> that's, how it is. And you can push that over to athletics too, man. Like, I, I think I told you, uh, Big A, last, last year, I had a situation with a kid on the basketball team. This dude... Stole money out of the cafeteria, bro. On camera. <laughs> <laughs> Stole
2: money out of the cafeteria. How you going to get fired on your day off stealing boxes? Bro,
0: <laughs> do, you, do you know we had to keep him on the team? What we you mean? keep him
2: on the team. I'm dealing with that, too. It's weird. We wait, to wait, wait, wait. Team, how, how is that possible? Well,
0: <laughs> these schools are so afraid of getting sued, bro. That's what it boils down to. It's money. It's all money.
3: But he got caught, though.
0: He got That's caught. Crazy. He got, he got in-school suspension, and we were told that we couldn't kick him off the team. He was already gone, bro. I had to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was already gone. I had to, Well, now, the funny thing is, though, he never got his grades up, so he never played anyway. But yeah. just the fact... Just the fact that we had to keep him on the team, man, what does that say? So, like in terms of coaching, there are great coaches still out there that are trying to do these things that we're doing. But when you get undercut by the administration, man, what what can yeah. we do
2: on that? You know? Yeah, I'm dealing right with now, one. Yeah. We, we caught a kid smoking, and his grades are bad. So coach was like, "Yo, let's kick him off the team." I said, "Well, what's the reason that he's smoking?" what's what's going on in this in this world to where he feels like he has to do this and act up and not get his grades in y'all just want to cut this kid but Mm -hmm. you ain't you all you're going to do is make that worse so there's 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 a balance to this thing you got to know your audience you got to know who you're dealing with because you can't treat every kid the same the same the same way now Mm -hmm. we don't have a system set up to where you can differentiate anymore it's because somebody's scared if you cut that kid you're gonna get sued but if i keep this kid on the team how does it look to everybody else so it's the balance um uh, we don't have a system to where we can have balance anymore it's either it's either here or there and that's how it is with everything we're either our kids friend or we're, we're their parents we either got our foot in our asses or we're just babying them all the time it's it's like that in our world it's either this or that and for me i'm i'm really getting I'm getting sick and tired of it, man. It, it should be a process where we can discuss things nowadays. Nowadays it's council culture. And it's too many <laughs> people out here who have a platform, who have a job, they're coaching, they they have thousands of followers. And if you say something, oh, I'm gonna lose my livelihood, that's your fault. If you ain't got a pivot, if you ain't yeah. setting yourself up to where, if this thing goes, if these lights go out and you can't put these other lights on, then that's your issue, that's your, that's your problem. Uh, another thing that comes to mind is who is your source in these matters? Tim, we talked about faith being a, being, being a, uh, for me, it's a standard to have faith. A lot of people don't have faith. They don't know who their source, their, their source is. So if they lose their job, they they'll, they'll kill themselves or, or they'll, they'll go out here and do something stupid because they lost their platform. It's just because they don't have any source. Who's your source? What's, what's your, what's your rock, your foundation, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yep. How does faith play a play a role in in the development of men
1: nowadays? Oh man, I think come that's, on now, dive in there for me. Uh, that's I think, man, that, that that's where everything starts, man. I mean, you know, uh, when we talk about faith, you know, um, a lot of people, and I'm gonna talk about it not from a, from a Christian perspective, from just from a professional, uh, uh a perspective of spirituality, and I think that we were made as, as people period, man, um, to believe in something. And so whether it be you know, a lot of, you know, you got guys that believe in Buddha, you got guys that believe in Muhammad, you got guys that believe in the moon and the sun and whatever it may be. We were just, it's proof that we were just made to believe in something, man. We were made to just to worship, man, or to or to, you know, reverence something. And so Um, When you don't have that natural component to your life, because I've met some phenomenal people who are Buddhism, who are um, Muslims, who are whatever. You know, I'm not saying, you know, I've met some really genuine people, but I'm like, man, what keeps you grounded? Like the moon, whatever you worship in is keeping you grounded. It's keeping you disciplined. Like that's how humanity works, man. We we work according to a code. There's a natural code that we work according. We work according to principle. And so when we're not principle-centered, whether based on what we believe in, then we're liable to do anything, man. And so um, I think really that's what it comes down to, just why when guys go to prison, you know, they they end up finding Muhammad, you know. Uh, I mean, for real. (laughs) He said like Muhammad's
2: in the jail with him. (laughs)
1: Like, every day I got a Muhammad, I need hey, to go find out. No disrespect to my, my, <laughs> hey, my brothers, my, 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 my brothers in the Muslim community, Islam, nation of Islam. But, you yeah. know, it's just like, they, 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 they find that common thing that they believe in, man. And when you got it, and so when you don't believe in anything, or when you're not convicted, we're not convicted of anything, then uh, like for me, like, like I grew up, I grew up in church. My dad was a pastor. So. I grew up, it, religion was, I mean, faith was never forced on me. I had a good model. He taught me well. He taught us how to make decisions, how to cr- think critically. He taught us how to, you know, he always educated us on other, Jehovah Witness and Mormonism and all that stuff. He was very knowledgeable on all that stuff. And so he allowed us to make our own decisions. And so for me, I found God in a jail cell, you know, like, so I opened up the book and the gates were open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like for me, that's where that's where my, my faith comes in that I'm like, I can always go back to that and be like, man, I, I know there's a God and that's Amen. who I believe in. And, and I, I'm just, uh, and that's, and, and, and I'm conscious of it all the time. man. even when right. I'm making mistakes, I'm conscious of it. even how oh. I'm treating am So, so people don't, so men just don't have anything that they're convicted of right now, man. So let me ask you, you guys, know? this uh,
2: two, uh, that's good stuff to him. Um, you two, uh, West Wes and Dre, what, what are some of the, the is, is, how does faith play a role in your, your man walk every day? How does play, uh, faith play a role in you guys' lives? My understanding is the foundation.
3: Like, like Tim was saying, he, you grew up in the church. You grew, your, your dad was a pastor, my mom was a minister. So it was one of those things like, but see, my mom was a single mother. So mom was kind of forced. Mom was like, is this or nothing? You, you, you following this rule or are you out this house? So it was one of those things like, you better be love Jesus all day long. What you say? You better love Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you better love Jesus, bro. Jesus is the only thing. You see, I didn't, I didn't know about other religions. I thought everybody was a Christian for the longest time. And so, but I, I knew church from a black church perspective. I don't know if that makes sense without going into detail about that.
2: Oh, we We, but, we get it. Yeah, yeah, so we, we in church from 6 in the morning to,
3: to 10 at night. So, <laughs> you going to church on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Don't put have, God in the box. You're going to have devotion on Friday. Like <laughs> uh, I was so excited to be able to go to play football.
2: you <laughs> going to have to go to church. You mean, you know? <laughs> and the church and ran you to the football field. <laughs> and, and <Friday. laughs>
3: <laughs> so it was it, uh, one of those. Uh, I literally was rebellious for a long time because I was like, I don't. I'm seeing church people at church, but when I see them outside, it's like, man, none of y'all making sense. Y'all all different. Mm. Like mm. y'all all different. So I, get, I became really angry at it for a long time. It wasn't until I was like 19, 20 years old. After I just got out the army, I got in a lot of trouble. They basically put me out without put sending me to JAG. So it was one of those things, it was like, all right, my life is literally in a hole. So I had to figure something out. But my mom was like, she caught me one day. So I happened to go to her house. It was in the middle of the day, random. I didn't have nothing to do, nothing to do at all. Finally, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to them, a couple of hours go by. We're joking and laughing, I'm sitting around and I'm just just hanging out with my family, man. Nothing. My mom was like, what are you doing today or tonight? I was like, ah, she's no, nah, what y'all got going on? She was like, we're going to church. I was like, oh no. Got me. <laughs> got me. Got me. <laughs> and so and she I was like, no, 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 Ma, I ain't gonna be able to have enough time to go to church and be able to like, go back home. I was like, I, I was expecting like to go eat and stuff like that. She was like, no, we're going to church. You coming with us. Oh no, man. You say you ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. All right, cool. So I went to church, literally changed my life. Don't know how, right. don't know why. I just I just knew whatever was going on at that moment in my life, I needed to work on. Literally, yeah. I'm on the floor, I'm in tears, I'm crying. I'm like, my mama, why? Why are you put me in this situation? To yeah. the point to where, <laughs> you feel me? Like to the point to where I'm like, I gotta face some stuff. And so when I start doing it, I realized, oh, okay, it's time to start moving in a better direction i was going down the wrong way my mom was seeing it she just didn't say nothing she 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 jedi mind tricked me so i was just like all right cool, so i'm gonna go in that direction so it ended up becoming a foundation for me over time but it became a foundation as i was an adult not as a kid i think a lot of it a lot of it as a kid was was uh, um, fundamentally put in place But I didn't play off of
2: that until I became older. Right. Okay. Yeah. Great. What's your Uh, What's your faith? How's your faith walk help you out, manning uh, up in this world?
0: It's It's been a big deal, man. Because I hit uh, likewise. I was uh, living with my grandma when I was younger, man, and and most of me and my cousins were, you know, we old school. Grandma partly raised you, Um, but my grandma was a holiness pastor. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about them revivals that. On Wednesday nights, on school nights, <laughs> yes, at 1 <laughs> had, had the at
2: Had the olive oil and oil all over yeah, the house.
0: man. Yeah, the, the, the tent revival. Was, so that like was it. us.
2: Hey,
0: in Alabama, too. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. No so, AC.
0: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs>
2: you
0: know, I, I was. Uh, I was what,
2: they, what they be doing in the church then? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, we had the fans, bro. We yeah. had the fans. With Martin Luther King on
1: it. We <laughs> 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 had mm-hmm. a funeral
0: home. Yeah, was, uh, We, hey, we <laughs> ain't need none of them big hats, man. That's oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> right about right, that. So many memories right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So many> memories. <laughs> yeah,
1: go man. ahead, Dre, my man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, hey, that was real, though, man. That was real for me. Um, yeah. So, you know, being in that situation, man, you know, we were, uh, we were still practicing the Sabbath and I mean, she was taking everything to the, to the max. So, um, you know, most of my cousins and I, man, want this, hey man, as soon as we, as soon as that door was open, man, we turned 18, we was out. Um, yeah. And so I was away from, for a long time, but like you said, man, those, those principles that, that foundation was still embedded in me, ingrained in me, um, and so it was, 2012 when i went back in church man you know i was uh just my son had just been born a couple years before that and my relationship with his mom was on the rocks man and i was just like man i gotta go through this again you know so i was kind of at rock bottom then uh, so i stepped into a church man it was uh Aaron of clc man
2: <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah man I, I stepped in sat on the uh the back the back row and uh man i just like like you i just broke down Wes. Broke down, man. Um, just just talking to God. Cause I don't even think I was listening to the sermon, man. I was just in there talking to God, just praying and stuff. And uh yeah, I broke down, man, and 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 that was it, man. I just made a commitment to be back in there. Uh, yep. and, and not just to show up to church, man. I wanted to serve and you know, I want to be in there. Um, and so you know, it really does guide what I do every day, even when I'm dealing with the kids at at, at the school, yeah. man, because it's really tough. Because the culture has got everybody wanting to be gay now. That's the popular thing, right? This kid, I'm like, dude, I know you ain't gay because you want to hang out with this certain type of people, right? Or a certain type of friends, whatever. You got to act like you gay. And now, that, so, that,
1: now, now that's a now that now that's a whole now that's the whole another series of a podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. about to go in. Table that, that, <laughs> that <laughs> table <laughs> one. Table <laughs> that, that was, one. What, oh, oh, oh.
0: man? But what what it's, I was just saying back. is and, and and how I had to how I have to deal with these kids every day, man. Because the 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 old me would be like, man, f that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Take that out your mouth, man. You know, like just just real cold with them, man. But you know, knowing how, uh, knowing the grace that that um, Christ gives us every day, you know, knowing how how we are to treat others, man. It really dominates how I treat these kids, and so. You know, even even though my stance is very clear, like you ain't putting that damn flag on my door. <laughs> you know, like these kids, these kids No, for real, they they had they had the teachers put the flags on their door saying, you know, we're your friends or something, said says something on there. And it's that's like, in no. Texas.
2: Yeah. Safe yeah. space. That's what
0: they
3: say right? safe space. Right. Oh, I forgot Texas. you in Texas.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh we we're, I it's Woo. something about inclusion. And I was like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't doing right, that. We got, we got that.
2: safe space flags here in Arizona. Safe space. Yes. So so the kids, I'm,
1: I'm like, really no, the kids really know how.
0: Yeah, the kids know <laughs> how I treat them. Or the kids <laughs> know where I stand by my actions. Like, regardless right. of my beliefs. And I want them to know that, hey, you can still treat somebody right, even though you don't agree with what their beliefs are. And so I show yeah. that every day, man. But that's that comes through my walk with Christ, man. Yeah. Uh, being able to treat others
3: as Christ treats us. I um I had a situation last night at a game. It was uh, it wasn't necessarily towards any particular person, but I was so frust- frustrated with our team and frustrated with the refs so much. And this is on the the walk with you know praying in the midst of adversity. Walking, your walk has to be what you talk. You feel me? And so the ref had made like ongoing bad calls, like nonstop. It was like blank, Like we had. Two guys running to a wide receiver as the ball was in the air. No flag. I'm screaming at the ref. Comes out, dude catches the ball on the sideline, but literally jumps in the air, catches the ball, but lands out of bounds. Literally a yard out. He caught the ball. I'm screaming, parents screaming, team screaming. We all going nuts on this dude. Ham, bro. Right. God know me. At that moment, dude, you can't be screaming. You got to be an example. I can just hear the Holy Spirit like, chill out, a bit. chill out just a little bit. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, cool. I literally, I knew the ref was going to go against us. And I know it sounds cliche, you know, athletes and refs and all that stuff. But I told my team, I pulled them in the huddle. I was like, look, everybody's against us right now. Let's have that mindset. Nothing's going to be the right call. So let's outsmart Yeah. So I literally got quiet, looked at my playbook and literally methodically, when Andy Reid on every single one of these guys from defense to offense yeah literally destroyed their whole second half for that reason alone yeah but if it wasn't for me to pay attention and it wasn't to that voice I was here I would have probably got kicked out that game because I got pissed real fast and it was like in the first quarter mm-hmm. and so when you're talking <laughs> about it literally helps you in your walk on a daily on a daily thing I'm with you 100% that
2: Absolutely, Man, this bro. this these conversations right here. Um, and I know we always strap for time because we're all busy men. Um, and the 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 information that I get from these guys is valuable. It's they're they're younger than me, they're older than me. They're right at the same age as me. But the information that I take from these guys is is so valuable because I'll take what you guys have given me. I'll put it into my own little bundle and I'll come out with something new. Um, a lot of issues that we have is nobody can, nobody's free thinking anymore. They don't know how to take information, use that, get rid of what's bad and, and hold on to what's good. What they do is they say, oh, that's the new trend. I'm a roll with that. And they never mm-hmm. find themselves in finding yourself. You find faith, you find purpose, you find value if you don't have influences that help push you toward those things you'll never be able to find those things one thing that i always say is you never you'll never be a man unless you unless you see a man but when you do see that man who is that man influenced by i want the person that i'm engaged with to be influenced by the word of god if that throws people off i'm not you know i don't care this is a show for everybody but this is how my walk is with my faith and my god I grew up in a house of faith and nothing's changed in my life. I may have uh, evolved a little bit, but Mm. nothing's changed in my life. So the values that I have, have been influenced by my uncles, my pastors, you guys, iron sharpening iron. And I think one of the things I always say, man, is, is, is the question that I ask, who do men have to talk to? Can't talk to your wife. Sometimes your boys ain't gonna pick up the phone. I talk to God because that's my source. And when things like you just said, the Holy Spirit hits you at that moment, God knows how to work you in, in yeah. your situation. And he'll 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 speak to you in those moments. Um, a lot of times we get so bogged down with what's going on in the world. We don't take time to just sit back and say, man, what's God saying to me? Let me sit back and listen. And we haven't opened up our heart to do that. Men are so cold and so callous nowadays. We want to walk around with our chest down and never be vulnerable to anything. Sometimes we don't even listen to our wives or our kids. We got our faces to this phone so much uh, that my kids over here like, Hey, dad, throw me the football. And our minds are just dead fast on. And another thing, the grind, the grind is destroying us too. Right. People say I'm always on the grind, but do you, have you ever looked at the definition? I look, I take things literal. Sometimes you ever looked at the definition of grind. I'll let people look that up for themselves. It, It means to take away. Right. I I, I want to sharpen myself up, but I want to polish sharpen myself up with, with some with some good stuff, so I can soak that game up from people who got knowledge, people who've been through something. That's yeah. the way you define your purpose, your passion, your love, your values by sticking around the right people. Uh, a good friend of mine says, "Show me your show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." Mm-hmm. Pastor Pastor Rex Johnson said, "the the people that you hang the five people that you hang around the most are are, are who you're going to be like." And so, I said, man, let me look at the five people that I talk to the most. I talk to the walls and I talk to you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you guys are, are, are pretty sound, just like that wall is. You're pretty sound and you're solid. So that's why I stick with you guys. The purpose of this show, the purpose of this three, three, three parts or two-part series was to enlighten men. It's okay to still be a man. It's still, it's, still, it's still okay to have values, a voice, to put your chest out, to walk around upright, it's, it's okay to always try to do the right thing and not be influenced influenced by the world. The Bible says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. You got to set your mind on good things, 12, uh, purpose, 12. the future. What's that, boss? I said Romans 12, man. Yeah, you, you yeah. have to do those things. Otherwise, the world will influence you and, and ultimately lead you to a destructive place. So my plea to men is, Get around some coaches, get around some mentors, get around some good guys. And I ain't talking about it at the strip club, at the bar uh, or, at the, or, or, at the, or, or on the basketball court all the time. Get together and have locker room talk in each other's houses. Find out about what's going on in your, in your boy's life because your story could help that person. We have too many people out here who will pat you on the back even though you jacking up. You cheating on your wife. You out here acting feminine and all these stuff. And too many people are too scared to say anything. I'm the dude that'll pat you on the back and say, hey, pardon my language, you effing up. You yeah. jacking up. Now, if you don't like what I say, it is what it is. I'm just letting you know how it is. We are men of value, men of character. And I think the yeah. Dre, we, we are these men who are gonna start this revolution. Amen. Right, man.
0: We are the men who are yeah. gonna
2: start this revolution because yeah. I'm not gonna raise no weak-minded son. I'm sure you guys aren't either.
0: No, of course not. And I, I gotta uh-huh. second what you said, man. It's okay to be, it's okay to be manly. It really is like, something yeah. cool to be manly. I, I, I would add also think about your principles, man. What what are your principles? You need to stand by those. My, my son knows we have uh, the principles that he needs to know already. My daughter knows them as well. Uh, God's first, family, love, courage, and order. Those are my five. My yeah. son knows those. You ask him that, he knows what the words are. He knows they're in that order as well but you got to have courage as a man to stick by your principles. And when somebody is coming into your family or interrupting what you got going on in, in your household and your kingdom, you got to have the courage to stand up and, and, and stop that. Or even yeah. if it's somebody that you're influencing, if you're being an example, people are watching us all the time. So we got to have the courage, man. We got to show that courage as well. Cause that's, that's the only way things are going to get righted, man. The ship is not going to get yep. righted. If we just stand idly by and just let the, let the play happen.
2: Awesome, man. This, this Thank is, this know. is valuable. This is, this is so
1: valuable. Tim, did you want to close
2: out with anything? Wes, you want to, y'all want to close out man, with
1: anything? I think the boy Dre brought up some, more. we need to talk about that flag though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll say that
0: for another episode, brother. For sure. I'm down. I'm game. I'm game. Hey man,
1: that flag, bro. I'm about to, man, I'm about to give me a black Panther flag or something, bro. Hey, that yeah. junk, man. Yeah. These, these, yes. these cats, man, they, it's funny, man. Like, I don't know. I think this was a great, uh, this was a great discussion, man. We can always, I'm always up for talking about how to improve um, our reality as men. Um, I just think, man, you know, uh, when I should tell athletes all the time, uh, I say, look, your behavior's not going to change until you see when the, uh, people, guys come to me like, oh, I'm cheating on my wife. And I'm like, we're well, going to keep doing it unless you find your faith in God right you know uh, because uh, you, if you don't have if you don't have if you don't have if you don't have faith in god which is all knowing all sustaining i mean all everything then you're going to be you're going to be trying to control it on your own yeah and you can't you can't do that on your own <laughs> absolutely man hey
0: that that jj is undefeated
1: man, you cannot yeah. hey, you can't do that in no in, in the flesh, man. There has to be a a, a pure conviction, man, that yes. leads you back um to something bigger than you. So uh yeah, this is good, man. Uh, I think that's what it that's what it all comes down to. It comes down to our, our relationship, you know, our right. internal relationship. So all right, Wes,
2: I'll I'll let you uh who wants to close who, who wants to finish it oh. out today, man? You got something to finish it out Ooh. with, Wes?
3: Yeah, I got I got a little something. So just to kind of piggyback off of a little stuff that we were talking about earlier, um, when I'm when I'm having my post-game conversation with my team, our parents are proud and I make sure that's the case. I make sure that we, the parents come through and I wait. I literally wait. Some teams, which is understandable, they will go off on their own and talk to the players. I wait till the parents get there. Mm-hmm. I literally will wait until I see most of the parents get there because my biggest thing is, what I'm about to teach these kids, going to be be a reminder of what you need to be reinforcing at home. Ooh. At the same time, I want to make sure that you recognize what a true man looks like on this field as well as in his life. So when we're talking about what a man is, we need to define what that man is because some people have a different view of what a man is. Mm. So when we say be around a man, go find good men. But what do you classify as a good man though? So that definition needs to be put in place. I ain't trying to take over anything. I'm just saying, bro. Just- No, any-
2: hey, <laughs> uh, I just think we just found another episode. So I guess you're we're lying. not closing out this episode. We're gonna continue to go because he just came right. with something good. I like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. When,
3: my, my thing is, is that when, it, it, it's it's one thing when you're saying something to these kids, but it's another thing when their parents see you talking to their kids. It's like, oh, shoot, let me get my stuff together too as well. I had three men last week come to me was like, man, I really appreciate you talking to these boys this way. I had a mom send me a message. It was like, hey, is it okay? My son is already having issues. She got remarried. She he, The kid doesn't have a relationship with his actual dad. He has a relationship with his stepdad. Mm-hmm. But there's an issue going on at home. She said, is it okay that he talks to you Anytime that he's having an issue, or anytime I see that he's having an issue, I was like one hundred percent. Anytime doesn't matter—text, phone call, middle of the night—it doesn't matter because that's our job. That's our job. That's That's our our purpose. Yeah, I do have my own kids. I do have my. I'm not going to take your situation and put it precedent over my kids. But one thing I'm going to do is open up a window to offer anything I have for your child. So. That's a
0: dude, when I'm man. getting
3: these parents sending me message, I always talk to my wife about them too as well. At the same time, I'm like, hey, look, yeah. this is the message I got from this. She was like, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in life right now. Confirmation. Yeah. Second thing I see it, my wife sees me as that man. So it makes me feel better of being a father and a husband. That's one thing right. I had issues with in the past. So it was like, it's a win-win. As long as I keep going in the direction I need to be going I'm not only helping my family but
2: I'm also helping others.
3: What is a man? You feel me? Yeah.
2: Okay, hey, when you writing that book? I'm 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 waiting for that date. I need I need that book. Hey man,
3: let me give me give me some time man. Let me talk. I'm give me give my people. We'll see. What
1: okay, happens. that's that's cool, Man, he, just, yeah, he over here wrote a thing. sermon
2: and a book in 2 seconds. Yeah, cool, <laughs> Y'all fools, man. Uh, hey, but guys, this is what this is the conversation that every guy needs to hear it's not it's not going to be for everybody everybody's not built to have the the the, the dexterity and the, and the texture that we have the depth that we have yeah. uh most people ain't ain't uh capable of even handling this because some of them will say some stuff and they'll run up out of here because they're being too Sounds yeah right. they're being <laughs> over there so, <laughs> our our job is to try to to i mean just be an example of who we are we just regular old dudes who just been through some stuff and the knowledge that we we pass along happens to resonate with, with each other. And hopefully that mm-hmm. this will, this will touch somebody else. If not one 10,000, why not? We let us be the start to making a change and bringing, bringing, uh, I guess what you say is bringing men back because right now mm-hmm. we, we in the woods and we need to get in that clearing to see what's going on. And mm-hmm. right now it's, it's, it's a tough road ahead, but Hey, I'm ready to keep fighting and doing this thing. So we want to thank you for coming on to Mondays over Fridays. We love hopping over here, giving you guys great content. If you want to support the channel, uh, look up Mondays over Fridays on cash app. It's the it's the hash. It's the cash signal and Mondays over Friday. If you want to donate to the program, also jump over to Mondays over We got all of our podcasts on there. So whatever feed you listen to Apple, Spotify, uh I Heart Radio or any of those RSS feeds that you guys listen to, we are on there, mondaysoverfridays.com. And if you want to shoot me an email, hit me up on Aaron at Mondaysover Fridays.com. Put topics in there you like for us to discuss, any any questions that you have. We got gear coming out pretty soon. So look for that on the website coming soon. Man, I'm super excited about this, this new journey that we're on. So let's get it together. Thanks again for joining us on Mondays over Fridays. We'll holler to you next time. <laughs>